This episode of the Diet Starts on Monday podcast is in collaboration with True Blue Designs, a UK-based brand that I have recently discovered and I'm completely obsessed with. They specialize in sportswear, loungewear, and it is honestly the most amazing quality ever. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll have noticed that I am wearing their half-zip tops every single day in isolation. And honestly, they just wash like champions and they make you feel like you're being hugged by kittens. So if you want to look cute and comfy during this isolation period, click on the link in the description notes below to have a look at their website. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Diet Starts on Monday podcast. Again, I'm here with a very special guest, the lovely Miss Katie Andrew. Hi, how are you? Delightful to have you, my dear. How are you? So happy to be here. Excited oh, for this. Good, and here is on my bed, so that's where we're sitting. <laughs> the glamorous location. The glamorous location, very high-tech studio, soundproof walls. It's all very, very um, marvellous. So I've known Katie for a while. We met through blogging, I yeah. think. I say how Katie and I met is quite a funny story. I love this story. Um, <laughs> she were, I went to the first blogger brunch that I'd been to and uh, I just walked up to her and was like, I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> like, and Katie was going? like, thanks. Um, no, I loved it. It was so funny. But um, if you don't follow, follow Katie, um, her blog is amazing. It's one of the most aesthetically pleasing things I've ever oh, seen. Stop it. It's lovely. You've got like wonderful style. I'll link her blog, um, her website and her YouTube channel. She's just started as well. And Ooh. then her Instagram down below. So if you want to follow her, I highly suggest it. Thank but you. Katie, introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about who is Katie Andrew, the blog? Oh, a very lost little girl at the minute. <laughs> no, I am Katie. I'm from a place called Ballyclare. Not very interesting. And I live in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, I work for a fun company down there. And yeah. Just trying to live that 24-year-old life. Exactly. And then, so, yeah, so we were just, a few things we want to talk about today is relocation, blogging, and blogging growth, confidence, having your own style and different things like that. Because I think every kind of young professional female kind of has that idea. So you moved yeah. to Dublin for work? Yeah, in, in April okay. last year. Yeah. Okay. And how have you been finding that relocation and having a new life and making new friends and do you feel like you've been thrown at the deep end? Like you were saying, you mentioned earlier, you felt like a, bit, like a lost little girl. So can yeah. you explain that to us a bit more? Um, so I moved to Dublin for a job with a company that <laughs> didn't work out because the job role was not what I was told it was going to be. Okay. Um, they weren't a very good company to work for anyway. Name and shame, Katie, name and shame. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want to be that person. I'm My mommy will kill me for even saying this. Um, but yeah, so I got out as soon as I could and started mm-hmm. working with a very fun company. Um, and I'm now a content marketing executive. So yeah, I love my role and I love the company. Um, and I'm having so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so location. you love your job and then how do you feel about living in Dublin now because it is quite yeah. far away from everywhere from Ballyclare like it's it takes you four hours to get home must it it'll take well people say two hours but it takes over two hours to get from where I live in Dublin to my mummy and daddy's house okay cool so yeah it's a long enough drive um Dublin is expensive there mm-hmm. is a crisis with homelessness and just young people are just not favoured when it comes to buying houses mm-hmm. or renting. It's just a bit mad with the economy. Yeah. Um, yeah, the government kind of favour people who are making almost a hundred thousand, if not more. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's just quite. It's kind of impossible to buy a house down in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, and even find somewhere to rent. Yeah, like and we all know like how. Astro, like it's been in the press plenty yeah. of times for the last couple of years how astronomical the rent prices yeah. are in Dublin so how have you 
dealt with that and how have you dealt with it Justin um because I know you had your own place in Belfast but whenever you moved to Dublin like how have you found having new friends Mm -hmm. like making new friends kind of building that life down there because I know everyone's like oh sure it's only down the road it's only two hours down the road but people don't realize like even that two hours down the road like whenever I first moved to where I'm from or well where I live now it took me I would say 18 months to settle and I'm only starting to feel settled now um and it took me ages to feel that way and to actually build a life there and it's not like I wasn't trying I was it just took me longer than it has anywhere else so I always think it takes like six months to settle anywhere I would say that as well Mm -hmm. um so I am very lucky because I live with my boyfriend's sister and her fiance and now my boyfriend lives in Dublin so he moved down in September and I really don't think I settled until he was there okay um just because we had lived together before and honestly like people say living with your boyfriend's so difficult but it's the best thing ever like he mm-hmm. cooks he cleans he's the best thing ever like i just love <laughs> he's your proper best best mate yeah yeah like per besties um but we are so lucky in that way with rent um mm-hmm. but when they get married we're gonna have to move out and everything yeah so i've already started like looking for places just in case mm-hmm. but we're gonna be living and sleeping beside an oven and <laughs> judging by what is on all the websites all the rental websites and how um, are you finding whenever you're looking for those places and seeing the rental prices are you just like <gasps> yeah <laughs> like fair I into your heart. some serious pay rises coming on gal um yeah but we'll see about that we'll mm-hmm. see how it goes um but yeah in terms of friends I have Keelan's sister down there mm-hmm. and we get on so well and I have Keelan down there mm-hmm. uh I've made friends through blogging which is yeah. unreal and I'm so mm-hmm. blessed to have that you got featured recently on gossip oh yeah and I just, yeah, yeah I was, was like so I saw that and I was like, like oh my god I yes know. it was so fun to say that um finally get recognized in the south yeah it was great <laughs> I was like this is amazing because Katie's blog is so it's so lovely um and whenever you got that we feature I was like yes girl oh thank you um yeah but I have I had friends in Dublin already mm-hmm. um but everyone's kind of like I'm only 24 and all my friends would be like 27 28 mm-hmm. so everyone's kind of moving on with lives everyone's getting engaged and everything mm-hmm. and I'm like no I still want to have fun yeah I don't want to buy a house just yet I want to mm-hmm. have fun um not that you can't have fun when you buy a house no but like travel totally. and put yeah, money into that yeah. exactly like yeah but yeah and complete and what what would you say is the hardest thing about relocating like and moving everything uh because you're like <laughs> physically the space because I have so much stuff. <laughs> yeah, I can, can relate to that. Katie's sitting in my room right now and there's like a literal wall of shoes, a rack of coats, a wardrobe. Oh, like I have this as well, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it's space. That would be my biggest issue. Space. But that is <laughs> so are shallow. Space. No, no, literally, it's so shallow. Um, But I mean, I drive and everything. I just hate driving. So mm-hmm. coming home is very exhausting for me. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people First hate driving, problems. you know. Like, that's, yeah. like so many people, to me, it's nothing. It I think it's me. coming from... Like, I come from a really rural background. I come yeah. from Fermanagh. So I yeah. basically was raised in the middle of a field. Same. So, well, same as yourself yeah. then. So I just didn't. I was either I drove or I didn't go yeah. anywhere. And then I, I was all... I passed my test within two months because I needed to get out of the house. Yeah, exactly. But so I'm just kind of, apart from like one horrible altercation with a Guinness lorry on the M1. <sighs> um, oh. It didn't crash or anything, but oh my God, scarred for life. That bit of yeah. the M1 between Lisburn and Belfast freak, oh. freaks me out. Now I just go Terrifying. through Lisburn. But apart from that, like, I don't really mind driving, but... I, the driving two hours two and a half yeah. hours there and back it's exhausting it is it is and people don't realize they don't um, and i mean if people don't drive they don't realize no. 
because they're always the passenger and they yeah. can chill and they can like not concentrate on the road. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like I can come up and see my mummy and daddy whenever I want and like all my friends kind of live away or mm-hmm. would be in Dublin from time mm-hmm. to time or whatever. So mm-hmm. I never feel lonely. And I was kind of, that was kind of something that scared me when I did move down, mm-hmm. that I was going to feel lonely, but I've settled so well and I love being there and I know my way about everywhere now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love living in Dublin. That's, That's so good. Fun. That's lovely. I'm glad because Dublin's actually somewhere I never feel safe. Oh really? Which is really strange. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, but you here love Dublin, but I actually don't like it. It's, oh I, my God. It, I feel really unsafe there and it's really, it freaks me out because I do... <clears throat> really like the city yeah like and i love the people there yeah. like some of them are not so friendly but most oh, of them are lovely yeah. Like, but yeah but it just depends but and then it, with the nightlife and everything there's so much to do but yeah i don't know why i've just never felt like yeah. if i have a double i'm like oh, yeah <laughs> i don't know why it's overwhelming or something i think it must be that it's overwhelming yeah. i think it's because i'm not there very often see when i wasn't living in dublin and i would have gone down to visit or like gone down for a blogging event mm-hmm. i wasn't in the same areas I would be in now, like yeah. spending time in or like going out in. Mm-hmm. So it's probably that. Probably not in yeah. the good areas. Probably not, not in the good you're areas. You're probably on O'Connell Street. Probably on O'Connell yeah, Street. And then like around. around the Heineken factory and different yeah, things exactly. around that yeah. area, like the real touristy yeah. bits. Exactly, it's the touristy bits and that's where people will go and be bad. <laughs> be bad <laughs> that's boys. Be bad boys. <laughs> Take your phone and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that's why. And then also, I think I it's something. It's Dublin isn't a place I was in a lot. Yeah. Ever so, I think I've actually been to Paris more times than I've been to Dublin. <gasps> oh my goodness! What? I know it's so weird. I mean, it? it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But like, <laughs> but as well, like, um, yeah. But that's really weird as well. Um, but yeah, so what would your advice be to anyone who is like moving to a new city where they don't know very many people? Because you have a couple of friends in Dublin. Yeah. But yeah. So what would your main advice be to anyone who is relocating for work? Yeah. Well, should they do it? Should they try and find a job closer to home? Or do you think when you're young, just jump straight in? Absolutely. Jump straight in. Like one of my best friends moved a few weeks before me. She moved Mm -hmm. to London and she was kind of starting fresh, like didn't have that many friends she had a couple of friends mm-hmm. and we had mutual friends in london but yeah it is scary and i see that as a scarier move mm-hmm. whereas dublin there's a so body I, of water I, yeah <laughs> i literally i literally see dublin is literally just down the road like yeah because you can't hop in the yeah, car and go home exactly you but like to. there is part of me i graduated when was that 2016 so i was 21 mm-hmm. and went straight into full-time work mm-hmm. never moved away um when I was like, right, I need to move somewhere. It was, it was going to be Berlin. Mm-hmm. I'd always thought about London. And when I was younger, I wanted to move to London. Mm-hmm. And then so this I, job actually. came up in mm-hmm. Dublin. So I was like, well, may as well go to Dublin. And I know it's the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I go to London a few times a year and I'm like, oh, I would love to live here. But I mean, I spent 500 pounds in three days. Yeah. I don't want to be doing that. <laughs> you don't want to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, that's like, I'm holiday in holiday mode. mode so yeah. I'm sure people spend the same amount of money in Dublin. Yeah. Like, I know people leave in Dublin to move to London because it's cheaper. Actually? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's the rental crisis. That is insane. I know. So, see, whenever you're looking at rent an apartment for you and Caitlin at the minute, mm-hmm. like, how much is the rent that you're looking at? So, right now, we are so, so lucky to be paying 400 each. Oh, my gosh. So, when we Dublin, were in, yeah, in Dublin, like, yeah. it's just not heard of. When we mm-hmm. were in Belfast, we had a whole house to ourselves. Yeah. And that was 220 each. Mm-hmm. Like Belfast rent is divine. So cheap. It's gorgeous. It's compared beautiful. To Dublin. Like, if, don't get me wrong, if you're on your own, 
you're gonna be screwed yeah. regardless. Yeah. But see if you have someone to share with, it's you can get somewhere absolutely gorgeous for like three or four hundred pounds a month. <sighs> Which is brilliant. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, so Dublin would be like you can filter pages and mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not willing to pay any more than 700 a month which is just mm-hmm. that's why we're probably seeing all the ones that you're sleeping mm-hmm. beside an oven fair like, enough <laughs> it is quite likely that we're going to have to pay a thousand a month each oh my god or close to that is which a lot. i just cannot like i'm gonna need to get loads of ads on my blog or something yeah yeah like each month um yeah, it's scary. DM for any collab inquiries, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, I completely understand where you're coming from. Like, it is unreal. And then I think as well, what everyone always says millennials are so hard done by and stuff, but have you ever paid a £1,000 a month in rent? Exactly. Tried to save for a house at the same time and have, have a decent a good quality job of life. As well. Exactly. And it's unreal. And then you're expected to kind of basically shit money out yeah. to be all like, I'm just going to buy a house here. I know. Like, I I know when I was in Belfast and um, where I was working in Belfast, um, it was an amazing company and mm-hmm. also an amazing company and I just thought it was time for me to move on mm-hmm. um, out of Belfast. It wasn't a company or anything. But I know that people in there would have been like, maybe not my mummy and daddy's generation, maybe mm-hmm. the one in between me and my mummy mm-hmm. and daddy's generation. Um, they were just like, I just do not see the point in renting a house. Yeah. Um, and would have kind of looked down on people. I don't want to say looked down, but like there are a generation mm-hmm. of people that do look down on people that rent. Yeah, of course. And it's just not the same as it was with, with my them. parents' generation, mm-hmm. like, you didn't have to save so much for a mortgage. Yeah. And I don't know the stats off my head, but there's a mad percentage of what your wage was mm-hmm. compared to what you had to buy your house with. Yeah. And now it's just impossible. It's nearly impossible, exactly. Like, I always think about mortgages. Like, we weren't taught about them in school, and I'm mm-hmm. having to try and teach myself about mortgages. And this is what I don't understand, is, like, we're... Like, we aren't taught about taxes oh or mortgages goodness, or debt or credit cards yeah. or interest or anything like that. And if you're anything like me, you get yourself into a bit of bother when yeah. you're in your 20s because you're like, oh, it's just free money. Yeah, it's free not. money and <laughs> I can pay it off. Mm, yeah. No, because oh, uh, then oh, all no. my interest is added on. Exactly. It's like student loan. That's kind of the only debt I have and mm-hmm. it bloody hangs over me. Like, yeah. oh, it's the worst thing ever. And I'm like, is that going to affect me when I get a mortgage? Like, I'd have it no clue do. what will affect mm-hmm. Um me when I get a mortgage but like I'm thinking if we buy a house in Belfast or anywhere up north Mm -hmm. you're gonna need at least 15 to 20k saved as but if you were down south it needs to be double that yeah and that's only 10 percent it's really really difficult it is so confusing. It's so confusing. So that's one thing actually we need to do is I need to do a podcast about finances. As oh well, my goodness! I have to yeah. them all the hard way. You need to ask someone a professional <laughs> and not me who's making up percentages here. <laughs> no, exactly, and it is. It's really difficult. So basically, in terms of, if you're if you're in that position and people are putting pressure on you to buy a house and you just can't afford it, like don't. Oh think that you sh- don't think that you have to basically just be like right you know what it's not where I'm at yeah it might be where exactly. I'm at one day it might not be but like don't feel like a failure in life yeah but I know my dad sends me um a, a weekly newsletter about the best mortgage officer offers and like, I'm like no, where I'm am I gonna paying. buy though yeah, I'm exactly. like because I moved, you don't know where you want to settle I've moved house every year since I was 18 Oh my goodness, that like would I actually moved. give me the biggest stress rash ever. <laughs> so, she actually, Katie's actually scratching her arm right now, like, oh my god, no. Um, but yeah, I actually have moved every year since I was 18, like between, you know, like obviously you change house, apart yeah. from like Cromwell Road, I think that was, we stayed there for two years in a row. Yeah. I had a handiness. Um, and then here where I am now, I've been here like a year and a half. Yeah. But mostly I've been, like in Derry, I've moved house three times. 
in like two years. So I was and just what like, is Brent and Derry compared to Belfast? Is it similar? It's similar, yeah. yeah. Like I had a really nice one bedroom flat for four three three a month, which that wasn't that gorgeous. bad at all. But like, like saying that there were stud walls and yeah. single glazing windows and like yeah. it was really cold if the heating was off but I heated up so quick yeah um but like I can remember like I remember putting the bins out and literally being able to hear the tv crystal clear in my apartment as though I was in it so do you know what I mean you get what you pay for exactly. but um for how big it was yeah I actually got approved for another apartment in the craft village in Derry above Sass and oh, stunning yeah. yeah which would have been gorgeous but the heating was economy seven and it was tiny Right, okay. So, so I was yeah. just like, for an extra 40 quid a month, I might as well have a massive living room. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, and actually room to put things, <laughs> which would have been <laughs> nice. But yeah, so Again. basically, don't be putting yourself under so much pressure. If you can only afford to rent at the minute and you are saving, yes, yeah. save every month, put a bit away. But at the same time, unless you really, if it's a real goal that you want to buy a house and you want to get on the property ladder, but only yeah. do it for yourself and don't feel the pressure to do Literally, it, I don't think. Like, it is the whole saving thing. Like, I'm really, really lucky with my parents who... Or like my mommy is saving mad mm-hmm. and she now enjoys her money like when we were growing up mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't really buy herself anything yeah. and it was all kind of spent on us and like Same. any activities we wanted to do like after school things mm-hmm. um whereas now she's enjoying her money like she's going to new york with her friends oh fab like, i'm so jealous i'm so jealous but yeah <laughs> like she saves like mad they bought another house to rent out yeah and i'm kind of in that mind frame now where if I hit a certain part, a certain amount in my bank account and I drop below that, I shit myself. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh God, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to eat. But then I have, I still have loads of money in my bank account. I, that's not, like, I don't have loads. <laughs> you're but not, I'm like, yeah, you're not. I am seeing that as nothing and that's my yeah, savings. And like, I so still good. can put money away. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of in that mind frame now. That's so and good. It's a very, like, way too mature for my age mind frame. It's very, but it is. But I think whenever I was your age, I was in a similar yeah. mind frame. And then, basically shit then happened. shit happened and i couldn't yeah. i wasn't didn't, didn't have the luxury of being that mind yeah. anymore so now if i'm like oh my god it's payday next week and i have 20 pounds this is class. yeah i'm loaded yeah. <laughs> like oh my god straight as they like she gets weeks paid more than 20 pounds okay <laughs> i get paid more than 20 pounds but if it's like the week before like payday and i still have oh, even yeah. like a fiver yeah. i'm like you guys killed it <laughs> loaded um but yeah no it's definitely really hard and do you think that blogging is an expensive hobby um that's a difficult question it doesn't doesn't have to be yeah Yeah. it doesn't have to be at all like everyone sees it as such a glamorous thing and like Mm -hmm. you're buying new clothes all the time like i know people that buy clothes take photos and return them Mm -hmm. that's a huge thing in blogging yeah and can't say i've ever done it like it just turns me a wee bit Mm -hmm. and i mean if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but Mm -hmm. it's just not the way I want to live life. Yeah, 100%. Like, if I have an outfit, I kind of think of ways of wearing it mm-hmm. so that I do get my wear. It's my cost per wear, which has yep. been built into my brain from mm-hmm. my mummy again. Um, but that's so good, though, that you were brought up to, like, have that, va- yeah, that like attitude I, towards value. Honestly, if you look at my Instagram, half of my clothes are my mo- my mummies from, like, the 80s and 90s because she taught... It was my mum's in the 80s. Yeah, literally, yeah. I'm like, it's vintage. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's my mummies. I um, that, though. She took such good care of her clothes and now she's trying mm. to teach me to do that and keep them for years and mm-hmm. like you know yourself like fashion comes back in yeah like, a couple of years absolutely yeah if you, i saw something it was like loads of photos of posh and becks from the late 90s mm-hmm. and all our outfits are all the trends we're wearing these days actually yeah that's so funny and like that's good woman emma for keeping all your clothes <laughs> my wardrobe just right um, um i do think that's true and i think that as well like whatever we're so aware now of the environment and having sustainable absolutely. fashion and different things like that like the fact that you were brought up to have that attitude and to like really see the value yeah. of things and like 
because I do think people like yeah fast fashion and different things like that and that we do live in such a fast-paced lifestyle mm-hmm. it is quite hard to kind of it really is yeah and especially do you think social people feel with social media the pressure to have a new outfit more yeah. than they did whenever like whenever we were growing up a hundred percent like I see everyone with designer bags now and I'm like where are you getting this money from mm-hmm. how do you save that much money and still be able to buy dinner at yeah. the end of the week like it's mental <laughs> it was like um, Karen Bradshaw I sometimes bought Vogue instead of dinner yeah <laughs> I know oh literally she never had a but yeah um, like I follow bloggers that are constantly kind of promoting their new designer bags mm-hmm. I still love them as bloggers of course but they're still buying all their Topshop stuff and then they'll go into Selfridges and get their new designer bag and it's once a month mm-hmm. and I think and like everyone treating themselves to Balenciagas and I want mm-hmm. to treat myself to a pair of Balenciagas or a new designer bag and mm-hmm. just like am I going to get enough wear out of this yeah uh yeah I want to buy designer stuff and I feel that pressure myself mm-hmm. but I think I'll just hold on I, hold I don't on. know I'm very good at talking myself out of buying things That's like good. I mean I was in Brown Thomas last night to meet a brand and to buy a pair of the jeans from the brand uh-huh. was 275 euro Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, fair enough. I see myself promoting that, and I can't even afford it. I'm like, should I be doing this? But then I think, like, it's a sustainable brand. Like, they recycle everything they make Mm -hmm. their jeans from. They recycle the water that they produce the jeans with. amazing. Like, they're doing it really, really well. And then you don't have to wash the jeans as much because it's not being used. They're not using all the chemicals that are used in normal jeans. Oh, wow, okay. So I'm like, maybe... That means those jeans will last longer. Mm-hmm. They're not harming the environment. It is worth that Cost money. Cost per wear. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And I mean, how many times a week do you pair, wear a pair of jeans? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm wearing a pair of Primark yeah. jeans at the minute that were like £12, <laughs> um, to be honest. And then, but they're, I'm going to be, they're shit. Yeah. They're like not oh comfortable, goodness, but yeah. it's only because I knew I would need to go down a size soon. And, and I, mean, I do. That time has finally come. Woo! They're hanging off me. You but you know, girl. when you're just like... Like, if I, I bought a cheap pair of jeans oh, because I knew I would have to get new ones soon. Yeah. Um, so I used to work in Topshop mm-hmm. for nearly five years from when I was in school to through university and then after I graduated. Mm-hmm. And the jeans from in there, like, they're now 40 to 50 pounds. Shut up! Yeah. When I was there, they were about 35 pounds and they've just gone up and up. Well, Willie you hear, whenever I was, like, a teenager, because I'm older than you, <laughs> they were, like, 27.50. In Topshop? 28, 29 pounds, yeah. Oh my god. Not all of them. Yeah. There was like, still, the, like, like, you the know the Jamie, way. The Lee jeans were like. They weren't nothing. named then. Oh. I know. They were like. So. This is like. But in, the quality of them is shocking. This is in like 2000 and. I'm trying to think. When I used to first start in secondary school. 2009. So like, I'm 30 in July. <laughs> you're not that much older than me. No, you're but. <laughs> no, but I know. But like, I think that whatever. Like, you first get into style, like, yeah. between, I, there was, like, what, so you, I'm, what, four years older than you? Yeah. So, there's, like, four years between, like, when I was 12 and 13, and then you yeah. were 12 and 13. And the economy. And I, yeah, the economy and different things like that, but I feel like, so, whenever you were, like, 13, I was 17. Yeah. And it was... That's when you were starting to buy all that's, your... Top yeah, shop. that's when I was starting to buy all my Topshop stuff, and I can remember the exact same jeans, and I don't know if you'll remember these, but they were, like, Moto. Yeah. That brand, and yeah. they had, like, the two, they had the bottom, the pockets on the back on the back of the yeah. jeans and there was two buttons on either side of the pocket it was like a flap and everybody had them oh my goodness I can't even remember can you remember those no. I remember they were a big thing whenever I was younger and everybody had them so but you they had were to like lift like... up the flap to get into the pocket yeah 
but then and you would see like everyone sat down yeah. and they like turned up at the edges when they weren't ironed yeah. properly and stuff but i remember everybody had those jeans but they were only like 27 pound whereas now the same pair of jeans would be like 45 so yeah so because i was in london last weekend and ashleen i was talking about earlier she works for Topshop still and gets her discount mm-hmm. so i was like well, i'm gonna buy stuff get my discount mm-hmm. with her but i know the jeans that i bought are gonna rip on me next year mm-hmm. like i have a pair Honestly, even the dye washing out of jeans is mm-hmm. so bad. Like, it's, yeah, I just learned a lot last night from from like brand. sustainable fashion. Yeah. So, do you think would you buy a pair of those jeans? I think I would save up. It. Yeah, yeah. Like I am starting to see things. My birthday's next month, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm starting to see things expensive bits. I'm like, I would really get the wear out of that. Yeah, and I know the quality is so much better than something yeah. I'll get on the high street. Yeah, and I do so, think that is like something when you get older as well. Yeah. As you want to spend like less money on Primark and stuff yeah. that doesn't fit properly and you would exactly. rather be like, do you know what, I love this dress and I wear it like once a week and I absolutely love it. But I mean, and, yeah. I still have things from Primark that I'll wear of course, so, yeah, so much because mm-hmm. the quality in Primark isn't as bad as it used to be. Like, no. The quality in Primark is better than Topshop. Yeah. I will say that. Mm-hmm. A lot of I'll the time. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Tell you that for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same level. 100%. Yeah, I think you're just right. I think you can only just remember to live within your means. Mm-hmm. But so you were saying about working in Topshop and shopping in various different stores at the minute. Mm-hmm. So do you think that like having like growing up interested in fashion and working mm-hmm. in that gave you the sense of style that you have now and the confidence to put the outfits together that you do now? Because Absolutely. I know like while if you follow Katie's page, she does like appeal to trends 100% like though you do yeah. keep things very current but you also mix it really well and like I'll see stuff and, stuff. <laughs> and see, you wear these dresses like there was an amazing dress you had was it the pink one with the big puffy sleeves is it oh it's uh, beige yeah that's from is Primark it beige? Yeah. is it from Primark yeah. and then there was the Rexo dress yes yeah so that's from Absolutely. my friend's brand which is a that's sustainable amazing. fashion brand so it's called drag revolution mm-hmm. and, and you rental. rent yeah so you rent mm-hmm. designer dresses mm-hmm. so like i have a rixo skirt but i bought it on depop because yeah. there is absolutely no way i'm gonna pay 300 pounds like that's another brand i've seen work from 100 and something and now mm-hmm. they're up to three four hundred pounds yeah and i mean fair enough because get that money but mm-hmm. it's just like the quality of that skirt i have is so so bad oh really yeah but like so my rag revolution will buy loads of designer dresses that you will see mm-hmm. and be like i would love to wear that to a wedding i would love to wear that on a night out i would like a special occasion that you have mm-hmm. instead of you spending hundreds and hundreds on that dress you'll mm-hmm. spend 60 to 80 euro mm-hmm. renting it and you'll get all the photos you want and then mm-hmm. you won't have to wear it again because you can yeah. just return it there especially if it's a statement piece anyway yeah. um and then so do you think then having that as well like so you do have very much your own style yeah, as well. yeah, like yeah. You, you really are good at putting your own twist on trends and yeah. that's one thing i love about following you so do you think working in that environment give you that sense of style absolutely like i as much as i hated working for Topshop, that's why i started mm-hmm. my blog like i was taking outfit photos they did a thing called fashion role model that mm-hmm. you could be awarded each month and i got that quite a lot and yeah i think that's what gave me the kick to start my blog because mm-hmm. i loved getting those wee outfit pics and they yep. were putting them on the top shop um like staff site yeah um and then i moved into the creative assistant role mm-hmm. for top shop which was like styling the mannequins so that definitely was like i love doing this i love styling outfits mm-hmm. And I mean, I say style on outfits and my outfits can be so boring. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say like actual stylists and I'm like, oh, it's so creative. I would be able to wear that. But yeah, like I just love clothes so much. Yeah. And yeah, I can't be like I am against fast fashion because I 
buy into it so much. Yeah, same. And I'm, I'm never ever going to be like, I'm, I can't be an advocate for sustainability yeah. because I shop in Topshop, I shop mm-hmm. in Primark, like not as much as I used to. And I definitely see a difference in my spending habits and buying habits. Mm-hmm. I mean, I eat less meat. That's, mm-hmm. There are different ways you can help mm-hmm. with um, being environmentally friendly. But yeah, yeah I've definitely seen a change. Mm-hmm when it comes to my fashion mm-hmm. 100% and, my... and I think as well you have to kind of give yourself a break because you can only do what you can yeah you can do something you can't do everything yeah and it is difficult and there are there are people out there who do absolutely everything for their yeah. environment and oh, fair play to yeah. them but I just it's expensive it's expensive some of it some of it is expensive and yeah. some of it is really cheap absolutely like being vegan is so expensive it's actually really cheap if really you, if you unless you get loads of substitutes yeah oh it's right the okay substitutes yes. are expensive See, if you that's actually what I would be looking at yeah like yeah. it's different like the Linda McCartney range is fantastic because I was more or less vegan when I lived in Derry mm-hmm. and I used to just go down if it was an offer and I seen it on the internet or seen it on like yeah. retargeting I'd be yeah. like straight down to that freezer section and fill in the damn See. thing but yeah day to day it can be quite expensive yeah. it can work out quite expensive and like things like those vegan cheeses and stuff I just oh, steer no. clear yeah so it's actually see when See, when you don't factor in the substitutes it's actually I quite don't cheap. like that sub- like you're trying to make it Fake like meat. A, yeah, fake <laughs> yeah. meat and fake cheese. Because like, mm-hmm. there's so many chemicals in those kind of foods as 100%, well. 100%, yeah. So, if, I mean, I'm not vegan or vegetarian, mm-hmm. but I, I have completely reduced the amount of meat I eat. Mm-hmm. I don't really eat that much dairy either, like, yeah. just because I don't like it. But, yeah, yeah. So, like, again, you can only do what you can. Yeah. Um, And then, so how would did you, how did you nurture that own that own style that you have and that real sense of individuality and you maintain it? And then, especially, like... I know that a lot of... I know you've been copied by other bloggers in the past and different things like that. Well, not name any names. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. But I know, like, how did you... Fi- Number one, how did you deal with that? Mm-hmm. How did you maintain your own sense mm-hmm. of individuality? And, like, you know, how did you have that confidence to stand out the way you do? Yeah. My mummy's head's going to be huge by the end of this. But, like, I got my mom, my sense of style because my mummy used to make her own clothes. Oh, my gosh. And when we were I? away, she would have made clothes for us. Mm-hmm. And even still, like, if I asked her, if I said, I love this dress, but it's so expensive, she'll mm-hmm. be like, if you buy that material, I can make that dress for you. Like, yeah. very lucky that way. And, yeah, again, Topshop, I'm working in fashion mm-hmm. and constantly buying, like, Grazia. And I used to be subscriber to Elle and everything. Mm-hmm. But now we have Instagram, and that's where I would get a lot of my inspiration mm-hmm. from. And Pinterest. Oh, yeah, my God, like, yes, Pinterest. Pinterest is the best. But that. I've started using um Instagram more, like, Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, and saving photos and like screenshotting them and keeping them in a file for myself. <laughs> I do that too. Yeah. I used to scrapbook as well. Like if I saw something I loved or like a celebrity's mm-hmm. outfit, I would have stuck that in a wee scrapbook yeah. from a magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with the copying thing, it's very hard. But I told myself like, it's flattering that you want to copy me. Yeah. Thanks. Thank mm-hmm. you. I am your inspo. But mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of. <laughs> I think I've really, really grown up and I'm less offended by it now because mm-hmm. I'm like, but she obviously sees me as an outfit inspo mm-hmm. rather than she's copying me. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to be like, as if she's copying me. Yeah. But I mean, there are like the exact same poses that I've done in a very similar outfit. Like, don't do that. That's rude. That's, that's rude. <laughs> get away, get in the bin. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I get inspired by other people's outfits, but mm-hmm. I won't copy their exact pose. Um, I completely get what you <laughs> Or location. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there are trends. I've been like, oh my God, I can never get on board with that. Like it's, no. Like the chunky trainer trend. Not and for you. now I flip and love it. Oh really? Yeah. And okay. now I'm like, could I get the 
cost per wear of a pair of Balenciagas because I yeah. wear my white chunky Adidas trainers so mm-hmm. much. Um, but I mean, trends change constantly exactly. each season. Like, we're seeing trends come in now for summer, and I'm like, maybe do I invest now? Or, yeah. Or like, do you go to a charity shop and tear it apart? And, yeah, mm-hmm. try and find it that way. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's difficult enough, mm-hmm. uh, and you can get offended, and we still get screenshots into the group chat of, oh my goodness, did you see she's copy G? I'm like, yeah, I've seen it, I don't care. Yeah, fair uh, I've, I've started, yeah, as again, I've grown up, and I'm like, I actually couldn't care less anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm happy in my life. I suppose a few years ago, I wasn't as happy, and I'm like, I was kind of angry at the world, and mm-hmm. angry in life, and... I would have got so angry if someone copied me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, I really couldn't give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> couldn't care. Yeah, exactly. Because do you think that's because you're happier within yourself? And yeah, you feel so secure, absolutely. you're kind of like, oh, well, so what? And secure in some ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that is. Like, I've properly grown up in the past few years. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, things have changed in life. Like, friends, mm-hmm. grown new friends and friendships. Mm-hmm. and I think that I feel more stable in life yeah yeah and do you think that's important to kind of surround yourself with people who are oh, going to be really good for your emotional and absolutely. mental health and growth like I dropped negative people from my life I dropped friends that stole from me like I just stole from you physically stole from me oh my gosh that's another oh. podcast that's another podcast <laughs> altogether toxic friendships with Kitty uh, yeah, and Andrew. exactly it's toxic friendships and I mean there's still friends in my life I'm like you're not a great friend to me but mm-hmm. whatever like Again, I don't care. Like yeah. we'll have fun some nights. Mm-hmm. Some nights she'll piss me off. Okay, fair um, enough. <laughs> yeah, like there, there's always going to be toxic friendships. Yeah, always. I think you always have to kind of put yourself yeah, exactly. at the forefront of your own mind, and your happiness has to come first. Not in a very selfish way, and I think people. Oh yeah. Whenever like, people are like, "Oh, but no, my happiness comes first yeah. and all this here stuff," I know people do kind of tend to say that as, "Oh, she's selfish. really up herself, or she's yeah. really selfish, or whatever," no. especially when it comes across the wrong way. But I think. Well, it's, I can understand why that comes across yeah. the wrong way but at the same time there's a way you can do it with like without being, being mean. selfish exactly. and mean and dropping people mm-hmm. yeah um, I think there's a very big difference between being selfish and self-centred but I I always think like your friends your true friends are always right if they have a bad feeling about someone mm-hmm. or if your parents have a bad feeling or if you feel it mm-hmm. in and your you, gut yeah trust your gut yes and I can vouch for that absolutely correct so i've yeah. been taught that this week over yeah 100 percent. Mm-hmm. 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 no i completely get that but like i completely understand and then and as well i think as well as if your initial gut feeling with somebody yeah. like say for example like if you're on a couple of tinder dates or something yeah and then you're dating someone or maybe they're a new friend and you're like oh my god you're so much fun and yeah. like because i would be quite like that yeah. i'm quite insta besties with everybody oh my god, I know. and then uh not instagram besties but like instant friends it's yeah like just, just add wine and that's yeah that's all you need no. um so and i would be really naively trusting the people but then Same all of a sudden your gut feeling can change. Yeah. And I think it's really important to kind of go, hang on a wee second. Don't let them Those walk vibes over you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those vibes yeah. aren't really... I think you always go through that naive stage of life and you trust mm-hmm. everyone and you're like, I, I have so many friends, but they're not your friends. Yeah, they're just people you know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. 100%. And I think you have to really differentiate that between um that. And then do you think being able to surround yourself with those positive people and those positive influences yeah. and knowing who has your back and who doesn't um, has really equipped you to deal with kind of trolling and jealousy or in... Yeah, so I haven't dealt with much trolling. The only troll I ever had was someone... It was a fake account, like someone had made it. They told me I was 
a big girl to be into fashion. I remember this. Yeah. I, I remember like, you telling me about this and okay. I can't remember where we were when you told I'm me. I'm really lucky in... I wasn't going through a bad stage yeah. of life. Like we all struggle with our bodies, but I struggle with my body as much as anyone else. Mm-hmm. And I was in a good place. So I was like, absolutely get in the bin, you absolute Till that loser. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can swear by the way if you want to. <laughs> no, but my mom will listen and she'll tell me off. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. My mom listened to my first one, actually, and she was like, can you, like, not Mouth like a sailor. <laughs> Pretty much. She was like, if you could just filter out, can you bleep them or something? Well, see, in the South, people swear, like, there is no tomorrow, and it's just, like, no one blinks. Like, it's Aye. just a thing. It's just vocabulary. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just, like, something you say for emphasis. Exactly. Anyway. um, But do you think that has equipped you to deal with the jealousy yeah, and the trauma like, and stuff? I've definitely started to surround my pe- myself with people that I love and I know they love me and mm-hmm. I know I can text them at any time of the night and be like I need to talk or like I can send a screenshot of something or tell them something has happened in my day and they're right there and mm-hmm. they'll come back to me and they'll support me and they'll give me advice on the situation and they'll listen mm-hmm. um so yeah I'm very lucky in that way that's good yeah yeah 100% mm-hmm. and then when it, do, when it does come to those <coughs> negative comments and stuff I know you've been very lucky but I know that I've been you lucky know, online. Yeah. yeah, you've been lucky. Oh, right. Oh, okay. No, I know. But, like, yeah. it's not all... My whole life isn't about blogging. Like, I have mm-hmm. been lucky online that mm-hmm. I only have that one. I'm sure I've been screenshotted and sent into group chats, but I don't really think about that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure everyone has. Yeah, of course, 100%. Yeah. Like, there's certain posts I put up, because some of my posts are quite like, no, I've had enough, this is bullshit. <laughs> and then, um, and I know that those ones get sent. Like, you can see that we send yes, like, on exactly. Instagram. Like, and I, I know that a few people we would follow ourselves uh-huh. have shared the fact that their posts have been sent and being like, I wonder what this is yeah. saying. Like, I just don't think you should think like that. No. It's, I'm Again, this could be me being really na- naive because if I yeah. notice, I'm like, oh, they, they send that post because I like it. No, but literally I would send posts and be like, oh my God, this is you in Paris. Like when Melissa yeah. was going to Paris, I was sending uh-huh. her posts and then I don't even think that people could think that that's a bad thing yeah same here like i would never send a post yeah. negatively never oh never mm-hmm. it's like the internet is not safe no, to do so you would find out if you were trolling a hundred percent absolutely like but it just never even occurs to me i never think of like seeing a photo and be like oh, i must send this to somebody and be like oh, stay to that but like I it's mean, just not something that i could that computes in my brain i don't get why people feel the need to do it yeah especially on a public forum or yeah. like trolling i just don't understand it like why mm-hmm. would you ever do that and now that there's going to be such a crackdown on it yeah. after recent events in the media, mm-hmm. like just think before you speak yeah. in person and in online. Like it's mm-hmm. just... And there was something that you had said you'd had like this week and it really stayed with you. Yes. So hurt people hurt. Yeah. So, and I literally every day since I've heard that, I'm like, that's why you're a piece of shit and treat me like shit. Yeah, 100%. Sorry for calling someone a piece of shit. But I just had a bad week. <laughs> no, but I completely understand. I think that you kind of have to realise that, like, a lot of the time, whenever someone is, like, ripping you apart, whether it's behind your back, to yeah. your face, yeah. unless you've really done something wrong to offend them, yeah, it's not, it's very rarely exactly. going to be about like, you. Exactly. Like, with situations that have happened to me this week, I'm thinking that I'm kind of just taking a step back and being like, are you talking to me like this or in this tone of voice mm-hmm. or are you saying all of these things because you're jealous or mm-hmm. has someone annoyed you and you're taking it out on me mm-hmm. like even with friends that have been rude to me I'm mm-hmm. like I know that that's not because of me I know it's because someone has hurt you mm-hmm. and now you're trying to take it out on me because I'm the one that's supporting 
Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I hurt. Completely get. So yeah, hurt people hurt. Exactly, hundred percent. And then in that's why trolls. Of, troll. I think, yeah, exactly. They're insecure in themselves. A hundred percent. And then I think like a question I sometimes get uh, quite often, and I don't really understand why I'm getting loads of negativity that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I know somebody screenshotted something that was said about me on Tattle Life. What's that? Um, it's like the forum. That one of those forums. Horrible yeah. forum. Awful thing. And then uh, somebody screenshotted it and sent it to me. And they were like, have they seen about you? Have, they, have you seen what's been said about you on Tattle Life? And it's like, no. Don't read Tattle Life. I, I was like, no, I haven't. And I have no intention of opening that. No. And just deleted the message. Yeah. And they yeah. replied and been like, I would if I were you. And I was like, no. Why no, would you? Well, you're not me. So I'm going to block you. Yeah. But thanks. And then I didn't, I didn't read it. And I still have to so, say, haven't read it. I have no intention good. of doing so. But I just, I'm kind of like, because I know, like, there's like there's nothing that I could be doing on a public forum that could grind someone's gears that much. I know. Like, if that's like, really... Like, I'm really sorry that I'm happy. I'm really sorry that I'm having a fun time. Or, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry that that offends you. Yeah. Like, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's why I always think, like, Katie, I've just described <laughs> earlier. I was like, I just always think of you as, like, the embodiment of human sunshine. You always oh. just make me smile and laugh so oh, much. maybe and online. I, but I think it's... <laughs> No, not even online. It's any time on the time yeah, I've met when you. I'm with you. But I think it's just because, like, you're just so funny. And then the things you just say, you're like, no, get in the bin. Fuck off. <laughs> no, so literally, I need to stop because I'm going to say it to someone's face. <laughs> if they annoy me. Definitely. But you oh. totally should. And then I think what you have to remember is, like, what something you've always said to me is that, like, it's really important for us all to support each other, especially yeah. as women. Exactly. And then, that, like, supporting somebody will never dull your success. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just... I just don't know why you wouldn't support someone. Like, I started my YouTube channel and mm-hmm. I was very lucky because all my friends supported me yeah. and shared it. But I know that... Probably, I know. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, But, yeah, like... If I sharing a post or like seeing someone's outfit that you love mm-hmm. and sharing it on your Instagram story, like being supportive of someone else is never gonna stop you from being successful. Yeah, absolutely. If anything, it'll help you mm-hmm. and it'll show how supportive you are of someone and they'll want to support you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just don't see the harm in being like, well done. Yeah. Like, it's not hard to say, well done. Yeah. And mean it. Like, honestly, like if someone's doing something well or if you see like someone's hit a certain following that they've aimed for, like, yeah congratulations yeah exactly. like it doesn't why well, how would that hurt your success i know and i don't really understand why people do i think it's like, jealousy like people yeah. won't support you if they're jealous of you mm-hmm. but like i just don't understand that like honestly i've probably said like so many times in this oh here i say like every four seconds don't worry oh, about it and then i wish like... i had a point for every time i said it <laughs> Go on holidays. Well, honestly, I uh, whenever I listen to anything I do back, I wonder how I have friends. It's like Chad and Love Island. That conversation he had. Did you watch Love Island? I didn't watch Love Island. Oh, this, uh, there was a season. guy in it, and he said like a lot in the conversation, but he was so nervous because he yeah. was chatting to a girl he liked. Oh, and now I really like, liked her. Yeah, like 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 really in like with you. I really like you. Uh, but yeah, no, I think you're completely a hundred percent right. And then I think we do remember that. You know, you never know what anybody's going through. You yeah, never know exactly. what anyone's experienced that day yeah. or that week or anything like that. Yeah. If somebody's not getting back to you, it's because they have shit on. on or like <laughs> something like that. Or like, do you know what I mean? And I think it's really... Because I would be an overthinker sometimes. Oh, yeah. And if someone doesn't reply to me, I'm like... <gasps> you overthink it. Like, yeah. you're left unread. Yeah. I know. I know. My friends like, have left me unread and I'm like... Oh, I've said something wrong. Where they're but sometimes I'll, it won't even bother me yeah. at all. I think it depends who it is and what your relationship is like with them. Yeah. But then, like, there's sometimes I'll have like said something and somebody will be like, 
uh, maybe will have left me on red. I'd be like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. what? Like, and you're overanalyzed every single no. word of the message, and then or you're like, did I, I say something th- bad the last time we were together? Maybe exactly. they're annoyed at me for this, or like, or especially if you are suffering from a hangover and you have a oh, fear, the you're fear. like, oh, Jesus oh what did I do last night? <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I completely know what you mean, and I always find that. I kind of get like that when I'm in a dip of with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I'll overthink, overthink, overthink. Yeah. Like I've always been a worrier, and my mummy and daddy have always said this. As a child, I was a worrier. As a teenager, I was a worrier, and mm-hmm. I think that's where my anxiety stemmed from. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was so bad for overthinking. I think so, you so bad. And how do you not do that? I don't know. I think it's again over the past few years I've really mm-hmm. like changed as a person mm-hmm. in terms of my mentality with things mm-hmm. I don't overthink things as much and if I do I think I'd be more honest with my feelings and be like have I annoyed you mm-hmm. and I want I would rather know if I've annoyed someone Absolutely, instead yeah. of because like why would you leave someone overthinking if you knew yeah. they're an overthinker why would you let it's, them it's just cruel. you know exactly what you're doing like, yeah don't do that exactly Please. 100% unless it's like something that you've done like completely passively yeah, and unintentionally exactly but yeah I know like I'm, I know I had an, I had a boyfriend a long time ago mm-hmm. and if we fell out that was he knew that ignoring me That's would drive evil, me though. crazy that like he evil. knew that like ignoring <clears throat> me and like leaving me apologising until I was playing yeah. the face even most of the time it was never my fault Yeah, it wasn't like our argument wasn't yeah. my fault it was something he'd done and he yeah. didn't like my reaction so I was the one bad guy um, just textbook emotional abuse really yeah, yeah. Um, but I think consider what, other people's feelings 100% please. but he knew exactly how to push my buttons Yeah, and he knew that leaving me to sit in my own panic yep. was the Evil. worst punishment I could ever have got so he would just ignore me for like two or three days at a time awful which I thought was brutal. I remember when I was a teenager, one of my best, best friends, I must have been, what, 15, 16, one of my best friends fell out with me hugely. Mm-hmm. And it was because I had a big mouth, like I blame myself, but the way she dealt with it killed me. Like, I think that might have been my first bad anxiety moment. Like She rang me and hung up as soon as I answered and kept doing that. I was like, this is... Her, this is honestly oh my god why are awful. you doing this to me like as, but we made up very soon after that it was a yeah. stupid like teenage fight but yeah. oh my goodness that was horrendous that was cruel yeah it yeah. literally was cruel yeah basically so bottom line don't do that yeah, <laughs> if you please, know that please you can, don't do that please don't do that and then i think as well what people don't realize is that a lot of the time you have to be very careful when it comes to like jealousy and copying and you know supporting people's success and trolling and all these other different things you have to realize that what you're actually playing with it might just be a bit of crack to you is you're actually playing with someone's emotions yeah. and you're playing with someone's feelings and their mental health and those things should never ever be taken into yeah. taken for granted exactly yeah it's sad so I mean, you kind of want to <laughs> Yeah, how do you expand on this? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just shit sometimes. <laughs> if I had a pound now for every time I said, yeah, yeah. I'd like, oh, good. I'd be rich. No, I completely get you. Um, in terms of, like, after a while, when it comes to it, I feel like the topic we were discussing this earlier is that it's got to the point where mental health and, like, all those different words are just nearly like buzzwords on social yeah. media and have completely lost their meaning. I really think so. And sometimes I- I mean, I think it's really, really good to talk about mental 100%, health. A hundred percent, I completely agree. There's such a stigma with it. Like, yeah. I've suffered from anxiety. I was diagnosed with anxiety. Mm-hmm. I was on tablets for anxiety. Mm-hmm. Now I'm off them and I feel like I'm not numb anymore yeah. and I can feel things. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, like, I see people on social media and like a tweet will be like, oh, I'm so depressed. Like, 
over something so mm-hmm. stupid and like don't throw the word depression around mm-hmm. please or like the kardashians i'll always remember the kardashians and it's always chloe that really bad anxiety like no yeah. you don't are you diagnosed with anxiety it it's gives an me actual anxiety. condition yeah yeah like it's mm-hmm. an actual condition wait until your doctor has told you you have it before throwing that word around yeah exactly 100 percent. and then again i think like the hashtag that comes around like this okay not to be okay hashtag yeah and i completely get the completely. message behind it is to you know, let you know that it is okay to talk about your feelings uh-huh. and it's okay to ask for help. But I think people have taken it out of context. Huh? I completely agree. Yeah. I think, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that people are now saying that everyone has depression, everyone has anxiety, no. and I could just, like... That's why we're called the Snowflakes. <laughs> pretty much. But, like, being depressed and having anxiety and being sad yeah. or feeling anxious yeah. are two different things. Yeah. And I think when you're diagnosed with depression that's an awful thing and I really wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy to like actually be to the point where you don't want to get out of bed or you don't yeah it must be awful like I've been to the point where I have had I've had a I definitely have had a brush with it yeah but it was never like unfixable yeah do you know what I mean I talked to someone yeah talked to someone or I went and got like went to my therapist and I was just like right dude fix me and I've been doing that for the last year and a half and that's been amazing but before that I definitely had those brushes with it and I think that people do bandy about these words like I have depression I have anxiety yeah. my mental health really poor and it could be just be like they're really un- unhappy for like a temporary reason and exactly. it's just a different thing so I'm I know when I talked to my doctor about it um he was kind of like I think it's situational mm-hmm. so I was unhappy so when I was in Topshop it really really started and like my granda passed away and that really kicked me off like mm-hmm. I just was not a happy person. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in a good place in my life. I'd graduated. Mm-hmm. I had a, a bad job. Well, I saw it as a bad job. I had a full-time job. I was very lucky to have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Like, not everyone can have that. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't in the place I wanted to be. And mm-hmm. I think I'm very impatient in life. And mm-hmm. that's probably what stems my anxiety. And it's always kind of been work that stems it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm good at controlling it. And, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I talk to someone. Mm-hmm. I think it's so good to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Even I see people I follow putting up messages saying, like, if anyone needs to talk. And I have seen one of the girls in Dublin that I follow, and she said it once, and she then put up about how many messages she had. Like, even if it's a randomer or someone you do follow mm-hmm. on Instagram, like, don't be scared. Just be like, to reach out. can I talk? Mm-hmm. And there was a girl that I follow. She's from Glasgow. And she put up these stories, and she was in bits one night, and it literally sounded like she was about to end her life and I messaged her straight away and I didn't get a reply and the next morning I woke up straight and went onto her Instagram to make sure that she was still there and she had a message up and it was from her boyfriend saying that he had got her and he's taking care of her and she went and spoke to someone like okay it's just that's actually giving me the biggest like yeah it's making me shake a bit yeah it's making me shake give me like a real tightness in my chest that's horrible like oh my gosh and then I think that like it's never too late to reach out to someone like that simple kindness and I completely know what you said there's a couple of people I haven't even met in real life but I would have like built quite a friendly bond with them over instagram or maybe met them once like social media isn't a bad place yeah not at all it doesn't need it doesn't need to be and i think that people are like oh social media gets a really tough rap because of xyz it's the people on it it's the people on it 100 percent. but like there's um a very good friend of mine um i'm not gonna name him he's really well known makes these amazing um i'm actually saying anything else will give him away (laughs) but um he is uh he does really well he's very good at what he does Uh, but he has had like death threats his address posted online. What? His kid's name is posted online. That's disgusting. Like, he's told people we're going to attack him. 
like people and then and trolls just jealous trolls well that's what it is it could, it could be jealous trolls it could be something else but um i just what really freaks me out is that like how could anybody like nothing's ever happened Mm-mm. and i really hope nothing ever does happen but if you're turning around and telling people that you're gonna like turn up outside their door and throw acid in their face or like you know where they live and told them oh their address like that is absolutely terrifying and a lot of the time it's someone you know yeah and yeah then the you are like pure watching over your shoulder and some people are like oh this will be such a laugh this will be so funny that's not funny no at all it's absolutely petrifying and if someone did that to me i would be moving straight away i'd be like no yeah. and but you can't just pick up your life and no, move you every, every time that happens you can't and i'm sure celebrities deal with a lot worse mm-hmm. i know montana brown had a big she? story up on like yeah somebody said like sent her a picture of her front door and told them that they were gonna <gasps> like they were going to go to her house and throw acid in her face like what is wrong with people no idea sick sick individuals who are obviously so unhappy in their own lives mm-hmm. and have to take out on someone that's being successful and absolutely. using their platform in a good way like use your platform in a good way yes please have conversations that we're afraid to have use your platform in a good and that's what this podcast is trying to do is like having those conversations that we're scared to have about finances about mental health emotional health trolling and all the real honest bits behind it and how difficult it can be to be yeah not even young or just like you know in today's society with so much going on that wasn't going on in probably our parents generations and they haven't really gone through Mm -hmm. what we go through as young people these days like Mm -hmm. I think I see children with iPads and phones Mm -hmm. at what eight nine years old younger Mm -hmm. and that terrifies me yeah I'm always like my child's not getting an iPad until they're about 13 and I know parents are buying them to entertain their children Mm -hmm. but I'm scared that now they're all on TikTok now they're all getting Facebook so young and they all have Instagram so young and Mm -hmm. Snapchat like yeah their validation comes from outside yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and it scares me a bit that now it's all starting from such a younger age yeah and i mean what age was i can't even remember what age i was when i started social media i think i got bebo and twitter first mm-hmm. and yeah and now like it's 16, so much bigger now maybe? yeah like all 15, the children 16, doing yeah. tiktok videos of their makeup like you I know. flawless and they also you're have 13 like, where's your ugly stage they have palettes that cost like 40 yeah. quid and i'm like Mate, i can't even afford I know. that and i'm 30 and i'm like okay that's fine no i know but yeah social media doesn't have to be a bad place yes it's exactly it is it's like anything else it's like when someone says a holiday destination is very expensive it can be of course other places but like yeah. again it's what you make of it exactly. and it's just like your life social media is what you make of it so just be very mindful about that yeah and i just think think before yeah. you type think before you type and like I just want to be successful in every aspect of life. Yeah. I may not be right now, but we'll get there. You're do- give yourself a break. You're doing really, really well. <laughs> I, know, I'm just, I am so hard on myself. You are my so and hard. Always say this. You're only twenty four, and if I was like, see, when I was twenty four, if I was doing what you were doing, yeah, like, oh my god, I would be buzzing. <laughs> I don't know. I, like I literally, I'm so hard on myself, and I know I'm hard on myself, but I'm like, but I need to move on up. Yeah, you're grand. You pull yourself up. Well, my dad says, pull yourself up by the oxter. Successful. Successful. And what's your <laughs> definition of success? I, that's a really hard one because I would always say happiness and I am happy. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I know I'll not be happy in the position I am in if I'm still there next year. Yeah. I want to grow. Like I, if it's a promotion, if it's a pay rise, if it's moving to somewhere I can afford. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I always know that I have such a good support system around me mm-hmm. and I always have Keelan and my family and my friends 
to support me and push me in the right direction and Mm -hmm. pick me up when I'm down. Yeah. I don't know. Successful is happiness and... Growth. Someone asked me what... Progress. Yeah, what what is my success Mm -hmm. uh, to date? And I think I literally said, like, it is building those relationships with people Mm -hmm. I trust and I love. And I don't think... I didn't bring work into it. Like, I love blogging. I Mm -hmm. think I've done successfully in that. But I think there's room to improve. Mm-hmm. There's room to improve in my career. Mm-hmm. And I will. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. There's room to improve in aspect of every aspect of your yeah. life. And I do think you are very hard on yourself because, like I said, you have achieved so much and you do have done that from such a young age. Yeah. And you have grown such a strong following of really high engagement as well. So, like, where do you see yourself? What's next in the next five years for Katie well, Andrew? in the next five years, in the next five weeks, my birthday is in April and my goal was to hit 10k on Instagram. Okay. But I don't think I'm going to do that and I'm not going to be hard on myself. Mm-hmm. If I hit it by the end of the year, whoop, whoop, go mm-hmm. me. Um, next five years, I actually do not know. Mm-hmm. I want to go on holiday <laughs> every year. I want to be yeah. able to afford a holiday mm-hmm. and, like, city breaks and trips to London to visit friends. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, and spend as much time as possible with family and friends. Yeah. Just and have a quality of life that yeah, really makes like, you happy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Quality of life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, five, five years' time. What age will I be? I'll be turning 30. So, I don't know. Because your plan never goes... Yeah, if you want to make all the last, yeah. tell me plans. 100%. That's what <laughs> exactly. I always says to me. She's like, because she actually got me a notebook for Christmas that says, right, here's the plan. Because apparently I always say that. Yeah. And didn't know. Like, I know I'm a big planner. Like, when it comes to holidays, I have, like, yeah. my bullet itinerary. points and my itinerary and my colour-coded spreadsheets. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I love this. But, um, yeah, apparently... A I, life plan is just small. A life plan is just hilarious. Like, if I think about... Like, whenever I was 17, even when I was 21... I thought I was going to be Miranda Priestley by the time I was 25. I was like, I'm gonna, I don't know, you're like, oh, honey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Like, I can't remember in second year uni. And, like, my friends been like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend. I was like, oh, men are so stupid. Like, why yeah. do you even care? Like, no, like, your career's never going to wake Gal, up in the morning. Gal, you don't need a man. Gal, you don't need a man. Um, but, yeah, I was just like, what else? Yeah, I just thought I was going to be, like, a CEO of a multinational corporation by the time I was 28. And I was but just like, oh, honey. <laughs> a gal got a dream. A gal got a dream. Um, But, yeah, I think 28 was a wee bit ambitious. Oh, this is the thing. Like, we all grew <laughs> up thinking we're going to be married by 25 and have kids by 28. Like, not that's not a yeah, thing anymore. Exactly. And I, was I think like, that's kind of what we were raised on and from yeah, our parents' experience. Definitely. And I genuinely did think that. And then I remember somebody saying to me, like, if you were still think, single at 30, would you be? I was like, oh. Single at thirty. Single at thirty. Oh my god! Like single at thirty. Could you imagine anything time. better? <laughs> well, like six months. But like you know when you're just kind of like no. no. Like I was thinking, um, I actually got asked out, relatively recently, oh. and I said no. Okay. Not because of anything to do with the guy. Really nice fella. You just just I'm just really not in a place where I'm well, ready to have my single life being taken away from me. Yeah. And. Like, I don't... I wouldn't maybe mind a few random dates, possibly. Yeah. Get um, that if I was living dinner. back in the city. Get, get that dinner. Uh-huh. Gal's got to eat and all that. But, um... <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but, um... It's the mom. only D I want. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Unless it's, like, free dinner, food. Free <laughs> but, food, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm just kind of, like... I'm just really happy. And I think where I'm at at the minute in my life, it would take somebody pretty spectacular to exactly. stop me in my Exactly. Right so now. many people have said that to me. And, like, all my friends are 27, 28. And mm-hmm. everyone has this life plan planned out mm-hmm. since they're about 18. And it just, like... Yeah. 
I think that's boring. Don't. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't have a five year plan. Like just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely have a checklist of things I want. Yeah. But like they're nothing to do with anyone else. They're all. Yeah. Me. Well, that's a good and, thing. Like that's all where I want to be and what I want and where I want to live. Yeah. And I think I am at this. Like maybe I've hit this kind of late because I've been working on myself so much and had a bit of shit to go through so I exactly. think I'm only hitting that stage of like having my really selfish couple of years absolutely like now. do it so it's something that I'm doing Treat yourself Treat yourself girl <laughs> um get those Valencia's <laughs> but, oh god uh, but don't tempt me um but I think that's kind of where I'm at at the minute yeah so I don't mean in that they would have to have like x like <clears> they wouldn't have to have like their own house or their own car or whatever or like I make any specific kind of money but they would definitely have to be very kind very funny very and very ambitious yeah like and i don't know i just think it would be very like i just i don't know maybe it's my mindset at the minute um because the person who did ask me i did have all those qualities but i just was like no oh. i'm just like I, I was like come back to me in six months good and, and then, if he wants you he will come back to yeah you. we're still very good friends yeah but um so yeah. maybe that opportunity will arise again perhaps and if it's not well then sure <laughs> lol at calling men opportunities <laughs> <laughs> very funny right, imagine how the uproar if we for us if like a woman was called an opportunity oh, we'd be like you're dear don't even very interesting so i think we'll leave it there yeah. and wrap it up for now so basically in synopsis be kind, look after yourself, put yourself first and surround yourself with people who are going to have your back. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. And Stay give, strong, gals. Give yourself guys. a freaking break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to tell myself that. So if you want to follow Katie, I've linked everything she does in her entire life down below <laughs> in the description box. She's got a website, she's got uh, her YouTube channel and her Instagram as well. So thanks, thanks so much, Katie, for coming on. It's been absolutely oh, lovely to have you. It was varied, wasn't it? It was delightful. That was like oh, one of my, my favourite podcasts. I feel like, like a roller coaster. I feel like we went very deep and on a lot of tangents, yeah. but sure, that's what half of this podcast is about. So if you've made it to 61 minutes and 33 seconds, well done you. <laughs> Gold star. Um, Please leave a review on the podcast subscribe on itunes and follow on spotify and i'll be back uh next week with another episode with a very special guest thank you thank you